Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power. And hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today. The Holy Spirit will teach you everything and will remind you of the things you've forgotten, says Jesus. And I'm paraphrasing, of course. But that's kind of where I feel I am at right now in my journey. I've learned so much about the soul, the mind, the body, the connection the absolute synchronization that needs to happen in order for us to finally be free and be empowered to live the life that God wants us to live, which is totally peaceful, filled with love and joy and courage, where we're out there being the disciple, we're making disciples, we're evangelizing, not with our mouths only, but with the witness of our lives. That's a lot. (laughs) that's a lot to kick off this Monday. But for me, I'm like, okay, I'm reviewing. I'm scratching my head. What is going on, Lord? Holy Spirit, come. Help me to understand what I am doing here. So what happened? Got on the scale. I'm up eight pounds over the last four or five days. Now, what's going on, God? Come on. What am I doing? Well, I'm not bouncing off the wagon. I am not going straight for sweets and eating sweets or drinking bottles of wine and all that kind of stuff. Not doing that. But what I am doing is going over my 20 grams of carbs. And what I am doing is eating when I'm not hungry. So this is me looking at God saying, help me, remind me of the way I'm supposed to be. Remind me of the way that I'm supposed to behave. Remind me of the way that I'm supposed to think and act and speak. Remind me of the way that I'm supposed to move this body. So if I look back, I have been doing, this is one week. (laughs) I mean, let's think about it, everyone. For those who are or aren't, it doesn't matter. It is kind of ironic, if not hilarious at the same time, that I have gained eight pounds in the first week of this 21-day challenge. What in the world is going on? Here's what's going on. So I did my 48 hours. And if I look at what I've eaten, I've decided to do the intermittent fasting. 
So that means that my window of time that I'm going to be eating during is going to be time boxed. So I try to do it between one and three o'clock in the afternoon, sometime between there. And I hope to push it as close to three as possible. I'm going to eat. I'm going to, excuse me, break my morning fast and eat because I haven't eaten since dinner the night before. And I want that autophagy. I want my body to go after the fat on me instead of eating the fat that I'm digesting. Okay, so if I get back to what am I eating, if you remember, I was breaking my fast with a couple of huge fat bomb bulletproof teas. That, I can't imagine how much fat I was eating, drinking, in that cup. Then after that, I would graze a little bit more and then I would graze a little bit more and then wait for dinner. And then after dinner, whether I was hungry or not, and nine times out of 10, I wasn't, I would go in for that dairy, something. I would go in for, I don't know, sour cream. Sorry, I'm still battling. (laughs) I just heard myself kind of like do a snore, like a thing. I still have this chunk of Mr. Phlegm stuck in my nose and I can't get it out. Sorry, everyone. It's so annoying. I feel good. Thank you again for all the prayers. Okay, back to Holy Spirit. Please help remind me all that you've taught me about how to treat this body and make sure that I'm giving it what it needs and also moving it the way it's supposed to be moved. Okay, so back to my assessment with God. Asking the Holy Spirit again, what am I doing? That was what I was doing. A, I was walking. I wasn't really doing any high kind of working out, muscle building. It was just a lot of walking for that few days. And a couple days where there was nothing because it was pouring rain. And I also wasn't feeling so hot. So I'm just going to look at this week and be like, okay, wasn't feeling so good. The body was already stressed, trying to make me healthy. And then I didn't eat. Maybe I stressed it out too much, not sure, but I didn't eat for my 48 hours. And then I started eating when I wasn't hungry, and the, and the time box became a ravenous time for me. It would be different if I would just eat and break the fast normally and not be kind of ravenous, but I was ravenous. So I know in that short time frame, I ate way too much. My stomach was protruding. That's not normal. And I was eating when I wasn't hungry. And I wasn't paying attention to those cues at all. And before you knew it, when I was done with dinner or the dessert after, I was feeling horrible. And the last thing I wanted to do was lay down and go to bed. And that's what I did like an hour and a half, two hours later, because I was so full. And this was happening for a few nights. Lord reminded me that just because I'm eating fat doesn't mean that I can have unlimited food. Fat calories are the most dense and caloric. So they matter. 
And no matter how you eat, it doesn't matter because life, we need self-control. We need to find that moderate place. So maybe some nights I go in for the dairy and other nights I don't. So right now I'm back on my fast, not looking forward to it, not looking forward to it, but I am because I want the body to be stressed again with no eating and attack the fat on me or attack all of the other junk that's inside me, the damaged cells, the old cells, the cancer cells, the viruses, the bacteria, the scar tissue, the old proteins. So I'm looking forward to that and I'm going to push myself on the workout. I want to do some high intensity workouts. I want to do some pretty much high interval training body part workouts because I know I'm going to Tennessee tomorrow morning for a couple of days. I am not going to be doing any exercise. So I really want to pay attention to jamming some of that in today, intense exercise, and also just taking a little time to calm down. I wonder also if I'm stressed a little bit. We're going down to Tennessee. We're meeting with a lot of people. My husband, I think, is in the end. Well, I know. My husband is going to be the general contractor for our home that we're building, which in and of itself is a huge, huge effort, a huge feat. And I'm super grateful that he's doing this, but I think we're both a little bit nervous. And we're going to talk about stress because if you are stressed out, your body is going to fight you on healing. It's a fact. We'll talk about stress tomorrow because it matters how your body reacts to the stress, how quickly you can get yourself back into a calming state because so many of us are elevated at this stress level that is basically the fight or flight. We're constantly in the fight stage and our bodies never have the signals to grow or to repair because we're always trying to survive. Big, big difference. So I know that stress is also a component of this. So what have I learned? What, have, what has God reminded me of? Number one, we need self-control always. No matter what diet you're eating, no matter what exercise you're doing, no matter what life you are living, we always need to exhibit self-control, some discipline in our lives. And let's be those people that other people look at like we used to. I don't know about you, but I used to look at people who would not have a drink out at dinner with a whole bunch of people. And I'd be like, how in the world do you do that? What is up with you? And I would look at that person like they have superpowers or something. Don't you want to be that person that your family looks at and is like, they have superpowers? You know? If mom could do it or if dad could do it, I could do it. 
Anyway, I don't know where I was <laughs> where I was going with that other than we're going to talk about stress. Oh, I'm recapping. Sorry. Okay, number 1. Holy Spirit, remind me of what I am doing. We need self-control, and that self-control becomes a witness and it becomes us evangelizing. Number 2. It's the importance of review and looking at every day and trying to identify a pattern. Now, if I was journaling, it would be much easier for me to find the pattern because I would look, I would see what my attitude was like. I would see all these things that are also around the actual behavior. And that's another thing we're going to touch later on this week, as you're looking at yourself and you're like, okay, what is going on? What's happening on this journey and learn and adjust accordingly. Remember I'm in week one of the 21 day thing and I'm up eight pounds. What's going on? Am I mad? No. Am I challenged? Yes. I'm not confused anymore because I went to God and I said, what is going on? So one, If I could ever recap these for you, you'd get on with your day. But number one, it's all about self-control. Number two, it's about reflecting. And if I didn't reflect and look at what was happening, I wouldn't find the pattern. I would just keep going along and just being like, I wonder what's going on. Maybe I need to have more fat. I mean, if you think about it, I was eating way too much fat where my body couldn't burn it anymore because it was not needing to burn the body fat. Actually, it started storing that fat, which can happen when we have a surplus. And by the way, if you're fat adapted, if you've been on this keto diet, your body will go back and forth from glucose to fat pretty easily. It's a nice thing in case you do fall off the wagon, which which I wasn't falling off. I was just having more carbs I think than I should, and more calories than I should. I'm back in ketosis. I used a ketosis strip this morning. So it's not like I'm out of ketosis. I'm just going overboard on my food intake, and fat is the deal. That's the part that I'm battling right now. And I'm also eating when I'm not hungry. So that's another moment of being aware, and not doing that anymore. Just going back to knowing my hunger signals and not putting a new pattern into my eating style where I'm just automatically going in for that something after my dinner. We don't want to do that. Don't want to do that. I don't want to do that especially when I'm not hungry and I wasn't even craving it either. So that's the kicker. Okay, let's pray briefly and get on with our day. Let's ask the Holy Spirit to come in and remind us of all that he's taught us in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Oh, come Holy Spirit, help us all on this journey. We are anxious to learn with you. We hope that every single day you rise up to our eyes what we need to work on. And today we ask you to remind us of everything that you've taught us. 
to have us look at our life and see, are we learning? Are we actually taking what you're giving us and applying them in our lives? And if not, help remind us that that's what we need to do, Lord. Mary, please take our right hand. Holy Spirit, take our left. Guide us and lead us to Jesus' heart where we're always loved, we're always protected, we're always forgiven, and we're always led down the narrow path. In your name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Alrighty, everyone. I love you all so much. Get on out there. It's week two for whoever's joining in on the fun, which everybody should. Every single one of us, we have things to work on. And those things, when we do better, they do better. We have to remember that our life and the way that we change and the way that we act and the way that we talk is our evangelism. It's our podium. It's our way in which we can stand on the street corner and bring Jesus to the square. Don't give up on this massive change in your life. Don't give up on this dream of finally figuring it out. And don't make this journey a bad one. Don't make it one that you get up every day. You're like, oh, I don't want to do this. My gosh, I don't want to do this. I want to go back to my life. If that's what's happening, then you're doing something wrong. You're not letting go of the reins a little bit. You're not allowing yourself to have some movement, some failures, some learnings. If you hold on too tight and you make this a perfection game, it's going to be brutal and you're not going to have any fun. I mean, I could have gotten up, looked at that scale and been like, what? I don't know. I could ruin my day. But why? (laughs) That's just stupid. That's an external factor. And I'm trying as much as I can. I know that I'm obviously doing wrong things, but it's not like I completely went off the rails. So it was kind of a, it's been a shocker. Every day it's been a pound and a half, you know, layering on there. And in order to gain a pound, you've got to eat something like, 1400 calories or something like that. Don't quote me on that. I got to go figure that one out. But, and if that's the case, that's a lot of extra calories, but I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised because I'm pretty sure I drank it in the the heavy whipping cream. Anyway, it's just fun to just identify. It's like, it's like a mystery. Look at it like a, like a board game, like clue, like who did it? Who killed, you know, Mrs. Smith with a rope in the library. You know, how did that happen? I mean, that's how we should be looking at our lives and solving it and then saying, okay, wait, let's do this. And then we can course correct and move on and be like, okay, I won't, I'll keep that one in my mind more. I don't know. That's how it works, everyone. So if you're making it bad and you're making it like no fun, and you're punishing yourself and you're getting angry and 
A, nobody wants to live with that. B, you shouldn't live like that. That's not loving to yourself. And C, God doesn't want you living like that. God wants you to be making these changes, even though they're difficult. But he wants you to embrace the change, to embrace the journey, to love the steps that you're taking. And to laugh when you fall or to laugh when you finally have a connection. So my whole thing is this. I'm kicking up the workout today. Obviously, I'm not eating anything, but I'm going to take a break from dairy. I think I mentioned on a video, if you were real serious about this and really serious about changing your chemistry in your body to flip from burning glucose that we receive in carbs to burning fat, which means your body will burn fat on your body instead of carbs and glucose, cut out dairy. There is actually a book that is called Dirty Genes. Genes, not as in genes that you wear, but G-E-N-E-S, the genes in your body. And it's an awesome one. But he says for 30 days to kick out all dairy so that you can help your gut biome and all of that kind of stuff to repair. I have heard that over and over and over again about dairy. Have I done it? No, I haven't. Because what would I eat? I would be almost carnivore. I mean, I'm still having vegetables. I haven't gone that far, but I have not cut out dairy. So for those of you who are toying with that, I read all the time that you should and that your body will probably make leaps and bounds in terms of changes, in terms of losing weight. And then you can bring it back in and see how it works with your body after a certain amount of time. Again, this was a month that this guy, this doctor said to do that. So I'm throwing that out there and I'm being honest with you that, yeah, I've read it, but I haven't done it. So I'm going to cut it out. I don't think it's going to be like everything. I think I'm still going to have some cheese, but I think I'm not going to buy kefir, yogurt, I'll always have sour cream in the house. Um, I also have cottage cheese that I still have to eat that hasn't been opened. And this is me. If I don't buy it, I'm not going to eat it. So I have to have kind of a come to Jesus discussion and see what I'm going to do when I get back from Tennessee. So tomorrow, I think I'm going to come tomorrow in a podcast in the car. We're going to talk about stress. Honestly, I want my husband to hear it. (laughs) because I think that he's stressed out and he's been having a super persistent, pretty painful headache on the left side of his head for the past five days. A man who doesn't get headaches. So I will talk to you tomorrow. I love you all. Get on out there. It's a whole new day. It's a whole new week. The spirit wants to just plop in you a whole new vigor for life, this zeal and this zeal for the journey, for you to learn and to see, ah, 
ah, that's what's making me do this. Or to identify the good things like, ah, this makes me feel so much better when I do this. Work out or pray. And again, like I told you today, it was going to be a physical body thing, but a definite stress thing with God. I need some time in mental prayer. Wow, this is a long one. All right, go on out there and be love. Find something more with God, soul, mind, and body, and have a blessed and inspired day.